Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Vote. We still need some uh, Stump the Gas Pack competitors, so give us a call. Why are y'all scared? 8150-939. That's the number. Did want to remind you guys, DraftKings Sportsbook, they are an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, and they are bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs even more electrifying. New customers, you bet 5 bucks on any game, and you're going to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You can get on there if you want to be bold. Take the bucks and get six, six and a half points at Detroit, which should be a madhouse up there. You can do that. Uh, if you're in one of the other games, you can be it. But <clears throat> that's the big thing you could do here. Plus, everyone gets a no sweat, same game parlay for every playoff game uh, all weekend. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TheVille. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TheVille. That crown, it is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call one out gambler. You got to be 18 or older and physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt in is required. One no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt in. No sweat bonus bets issued based on the amount of losing, qualifying bet eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions. They all apply. All of these terms can be found at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. 8150939. That's the number if you want to get in here for stump the gas bag. Let's go. Our guys know a lot about sports. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. There is porn on the television here. I love a giant turkey leg. I saw Louisville's offensive line get stoned. Mm -hmm. We want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Let us play this game for a pipe. (laughs) How has that baby not made her hotter? And we want you to get involved. Curse my balls. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? Let's do this. We are going to kick things off here with Johnny. Johnny, welcome in, bud. Who do you want to take on, me or Biscuit? Give me Biscuit. I agree with that. <laughs> All righty. Welcome to Thunderbone. Thunderbone? Thunderbone, wow. Johnny. <laughs> welcome to Thunderbone. Thunderbone. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like Gerard Mayo because Gerard Mayo just kept calling Kraft Thunder during the entire <laughs> Thunderbone. That's incredible. Since he said Thunderbone, does that mean I win automatically? That's right. Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just boom, wrong. <laughs> Thunderbone sounds like a movie we can't talk about on this show at That's all. That's right. Also, I think we used the I just boned wrong clip from That's Dave. The, 
that's the that's the movie that was on the television. The porn on the TV. Oh boy. Welcome to Thunderbone. <laughs> Very different movie. Oh, right. What an 80s. That would be such an 80s. Anyway. Amazing. Sports. Patrick Mahomes is slated to start his first road playoff game, not counting the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, since that's technically concerned neutral. The last Chiefs road playoff game was in 2016 when they lost to this team 27 to 20 in the divisional round. Name them. It's Alex Smith days. Mm. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, you say? Yes, sir. Uh, oh goodness gracious! Uh, crap! <laughs> gas bag. Go ahead. Right. Steelers. Mm. Not the Steelers. Not a bad guess, though. Gas bag Ravens. It's not. Was it Patriots? It was the Patriots. I should have handicapped you, man. Yeah, I should have handicapped me on that. The only reason why I didn't call it because it's the divisional round. I figured they had a bye. (laughs) Yeah. I get you. Anyway, let's go pop culture. Yesterday was Kevin Costner's birthday. He's one of a handful of people to win Best Director for the directorial debut. What film was it? Go ahead, Dave. Uh, Dances with Wolves. No. <laughs> Dave, it's one nothing. You're still in it, Johnny. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to be on the radio, honestly. Hey, 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 boy. So are we. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get it. That's so, why I'm here, US, too. Hey, so speaking of Dancing with Wolves, just to show you how far technology has come, back in the day, my uh, brother used to just rig things where like you'd rent VHS cassettes, and then you'd play them on the, vi- the camcorder through the TV, and then record it. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't realize the microphone on the camcorder was on, so like all of our conversations the entire time <laughs> just went right over the top of Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Another <laughs> director commentary of this. Right, it was, That's it was our director. It was like Mr. Size yeah. Theater 3000. You're we just making just ripping full time. It was awful. All right. right. Now I just realized that it would have been the wild card round. They have a buy. I'm sorry. I'm just now I'm relitigating the first question in my head. <laughs> Go all ahead. good. Hey, this is round zero. You're round right. zero. <laughs> round zero. <laughs> Sorry, zero zero. <laughs> it's like it's like recess football. Last score wins. So that's right. <laughs> Who is the only NFL team to have never reached the conference championship game? There's only one team that's never reached it. Gasper, go ahead. The Texans. It is the Texans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> David is Wheaties today. Johnny, thanks for playing, man. Thanks, Johnny. Hey, how's it going? Have Appreciate a good weekend, it, bud. Eighty-one fifty-nine through nine. We need more uh, contestants there. The, how did? Well, I've watched your brain get there, which is rare because you usually either know it or you don't. How'd yeah. you get there? Just I, I, I was cycling through them, and and at the last second, I was like, think of the new teams. You got to think of the new teams. Exactly. You and have like to the think 90s of the new teams. expansion teams. Yeah. They got like real good, real quick. Yeah, like, Panthers, the Jaguars, the Panthers made it quickly, but like Texans have never. They didn't protect David Carr at never. all. We need more contestants. 81, 50, 93. I don't want to have to play against Dave the entire time. That's right. That won't go well for me. Well, I might. You don't know. With our powers combined. We certainly don't want this year to be the year that the the Texans uh, cross that off. No, we do not. Our accomplishments Absolutely list. not. We do not want that. They, they don't get to win this weekend. Uh, in particular, because the narrative the narrative train will will never return to the tracks. We will never get it back no. about Lamar if they lose. Never the game. ever. He could win three he, Super Bowls. Even if he throws for six hundred yards and nine touchdowns and they somehow lose, we'll never we will never hear the end of it. Ever.
All right, let's get uh, Jason in here next. Jason, thanks for jumping in here, buddy. You want to take on hey, meat or biscuit? I want to take a shot at the top. Let's go for biscuit. All right. All right. <laughs> Dumbass, stupid ass. Everyone is going for the biscuit here. The Ravens are looking to punch their ticket to the AFC title game for the first time since they won it all in 2012. In that year, they beat the Broncos in the Mile High Miracle 30-35 to in the last double overtime NFL game. Who caught the game-tying touchdown in regulation to force oh. overtime? Oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, Guess man. back. Oh. Go ahead, Dave. Anquan Bolden. It's not Anquan. I have a choice between two. I really hope it's not the other one. If Griever's listening, he's screaming at the TV or the radio right now. I'm sure. He's busy. I'm I'm totally blanking on early 2010 Ravens (laughs) receivers, so you win. You win that. No one wins that one. Mm. It's Todd Heap. Not Steve Smith, is it? It's not Steve Smith. Mm. Jacoby Jones. Oh. Oh. There you go. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I don't think I'd have gotten there. Yeah, also had the uh, kickoff return in the Super Bowl, 109 yep. yards. Yeah, he did. I, I almost stuttered on Super Bowl. Wow. Anyway, to pop culture, Elton John just became the 19th person to complete an EGOT. <laughs> His first award was a Grammy for this song he did with Dionne Warwick in 1987. Name it. Come on, guys. Gas bag. Go ahead. So don't go breaking my heart. It's not that one. That's Kiki oh. D. Uh, it's Kiki D. Ah. Oh. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Man, that's where it, that's my, that was my that would have been my very first thought, but I know it's not what knit. But God, because you just think it's you think a Elton John duet. That's always the first one. Right. Oh man. Oh. Oh man. Y'all are killing me. I'm, I'm killing kill, me I'm too, killing. buddy. I, I mean, I, I came I'm, out of the gates I'm, hot. Now I can't. I can't I'm, buy that. I'm, I'm I'm killing the game. Uh, I I surrender. Oh, <laughs> Mark. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Who is it? Uh, is, you won't take your shot, Mark. No, no, I. I was uh, he thought it was. He thought it was. Oh, it was. Uh, that's what friends are for, which also uh, had Gladys oh, Knight yeah. and Stevie Wonder on it. Of course, I couldn't just give all three names out. That'd be too easy on that answer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. I forget that he did. That's what friends are for. And I'm a big Elton John yeah, I know. fan. <laughs> Same here. It's like that's his first yeah. Grammy he won was that song. I just I forget that that's that's him. I didn't. Yeah. All right. Let's go. January 18, 1998. This NBA legend turned NBA coach returns to face his former team. He would get the better of his former team 103 to 96 that night. Name him. Gaspack. Go ahead. Larry Bird. It is Larry yeah. Bird. Oh, yeah. Well done. I know. Did you play me being the. No, no, no. Just... That one was purely like. <laughs> gotcha. Timeline. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for playing, man. Uh, Dave has got the better. All right. You want to bring Michael, Have a good weekend, man. Michael in here and we'll. Wrap things yeah, up. Yeah, we with got Michael. enough for Michael. All right, bring him on in. Michael, welcome in, buddy. You want to think on me or biscuit? Uh, try again. Well, it's like froze. Let's try it one try more time. It. Here we go, Michael. Here we go. You want to think on me or biscuit, buddy? Uh, I don't want Fatty Spice to get all the action. <laughs> <laughs> Husky Spice, thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start off with a little bit of sports. Let's go. January 20th, 1980, President Jimmy Carter announced that the U.S. would be boycotting the Olympics that year. What city was hosting it? Gaspar. Go ahead. Moscow? It was yeah, Moscow. 
thought you were going to ask like, a really complicated question there. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> <and then you laughs> went, <laughs> Why did that U.S. boycott the 11? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, was the U.S.'s ideological issue? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go really meta there. All right. January 18, 1975. This spinoff of All in the Family premiered on TV. The show would last 11 seasons. Name it. Spinoff from All in the Family. Yeah, I got nothing. See, 1975? Yes. If my dad is listening, he's screaming at the radio because he knows this. You got a lot of people screaming <laughs> at the radio out there. You got a guess? Michael, what you got, buddy? Uh, Three's Company. I don't know. It's not, it's not Mama's Family, is it? It's not. Dave, you know this? I have a two that I'm thinking of, but... The Jeffersons' last 11 seasons? It was the yeah, Jeffersons. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Had no idea. Had oh, yeah. 11 seasons. Oh, boy. Uh, let's let's stick with uh, pop culture here. Okay. January 20th, 2016, the founder was released. Name either the actors who portrayed the McDonald's brothers in the film. Oh. Yeah, you thought I was going to go Michael Keane with the Ray Kroc character. Well, I got to remember who it was. I, I now I know. <laughs> Who played the... The McDonald's brothers in that film. Dave knows it Like, now. either guy? Either one. Either uh, I don't need both. Just one. I don't know. I mean, I've seen that movie and I don't remember them. Guess back. Is it the Coen brothers? It's not uh, them. I don't know. They're not related, the two actors. Oh, okay. I can't wait to find out. Mm, I have no clue, man. I'm, I'm going to force it this weekend. Dave? Nick Offerman? That's one of them. And then uh, the big bald guy that played Drew Carey's brother. That I always forget his name. I always forget his name. He's a good actor. He's, he's, he's a good character he's actor. He's one of those guys. He's John, John Carroll Lynch. Carol Lynch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just couldn't remember his freaking name, but he's a good character actor. All right. Michael, it was sure tied to zero, right? No, oh, I you got, got Moscow. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. Moscow. Okay. So, yeah, I appreciate it, Michael. Have a good weekend, brother. That we can run through here. Maybe. Yeah. Right. First one is just for Dave because I know Mark oh, will get this okay. answer. The Lions and the Bucks are meeting for the second time in the postseason. The first meeting was the 1997 wild card round where the Bucks won 20 to 10. Who was the Bucks starting quarterback that day? <laughs> That's why I had to put Mark off on this question. In 1997? Yep. That was pre-Rob Johnson. He never played for the Bucks. You're thinking Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. That's what I meant. Rob Johnson was the Bills. <laughs> Sorry. Brad Johnson. Oh, man. I can't think of it. It wasn't Testaverde. He was with the Jets at that point. Um, I give up. Trent Dilfer. It was It was Dilfer? Okay. Yep. I should have I known that. But uh, I, the Dilfer bucks to the Ravens. I should have known that. All right. January 20th, 1998, Dawson's Creek premiered on the WB. <laughs> Who portrayed Dawson on that show? Oh, come on. I don't. I'm not. Dawson going. isn't Dawson. Uh, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it was James yeah. Vanderbeek. There you go. And then la uh, lastly, Dre De Matteo turns 52 today. While she's best known for her roles Adriana in The Sopranos, she also starred on this show that she was on when she left The Sopranos. Name the show that ran from two seasons from 04 to 06. Wow, I don't know anything about this. After she left The Sopranos, After she left The Sopranos. Yep. I I I vaguely remember that she had another. You know. But I do not remember what show it was. Is there a hint in there? It's a spinoff. 
No. Of what? The Jefferson. <laughs> if I told you at the show, it'd be a giveaway. Like, um, 2004 to 2006? Yep. Was it Joey? It was Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I've never seen your face light up like that. Wow. <laughs> I, had to, I had to make up for the fact that I missed Trent Dilfer sitting right there in front of me. Well done. But yeah, that was Joey. That, again, no one watched the show, I'm sure. He said two not. seasons and spinoff. I was like, that's Joey. It's Joey. <laughs> Yeah, but that has been uh, Stump the Gas Bag for today. Hopefully, I did better than last week. I did great. Did what, Thank I, you. It's fine. I feel like you said that like we were mean to you last week. Well, no, last week I just kept like stuttering over the words a lot. Ah. Last week. You you were uh, you were struggling with some stuff last. You were week. amped up. You were amped up. Yeah. It it, it yep. it's and uh, look, I struggle over my words quite often. I lose words as I like to say, but no, you just sounded like you had had four Red Bulls. Got on the air. You chug a uh, four loco before you came in. That's right. I did not. You did. <laughs> have you ever had a four loco? Did you mainline some focus? I have not, <laughs> I have not had a four loco. I, I can say that even if you have had a four loco, you haven't had the original recipe four loco, which yeah, was banned. Which was meth. It was meth. Yeah, pretty much. Of course. That was, was a new. short. That was a short-lived, like mid two thousands. Yeah, it, well, it burst on the scenes, and it, and then the people were like, "What have we done?" We. It, it was the ultimate yeah. form of. You know, like it was the same era as everything mixed with Red Bull. So we're taking Jaeger bombs and everything else where it's like you're taking a, a stimulant and a depressant at the same time. And making it taste good. All the time. So to speak. Like it, I, I feel like your hearts are going to explode. And someone was like, well, let's just cut out the middleman, put them together in four loco. Uh, you just want to die? You know, it's, it's like it's like doing heroin. Take this four loco. Like college kids. It was literally, it was when I was in college. Like, friends of mine would drink Four loco for, like, the four months it was actually on shelves. Yeah, I feel like the new thing is, like, you want to die, take Everclear. It's like the new thing. Like, oh, that's drink. old. That's, oh, that, that's an old. I mean, that's an old thing. Oh, it's staple. Yeah. It's been around. Buddy, yeah. that's. That's shown by youth there, I know. Yeah, Everclear was, grain alcohol has always been the devil. I love that about you. I love that some days you're going you're gonna to say something and have no idea about something that happened, like, 10 years ago, yeah. and then you're going to know stuff from the 70s. That's right. That's true. Like the Jeffersons. I love that. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he's exactly. he's all about the '80s, but he has a big hole in the '90s. He's not as good with '90s culture. '90s like 2000s. Like I'm more so, like I know the '90s a lot more than like the time I grew up in the 2000s or 2010s. Yeah. No. What I hate about you saying that though is like you're telling us I know a lot about the '90s as like a hipster, like as a retro. Fan. I know, and that's that was when we grew up. <laughs> right. He just. Was what happened? Yeah, that was yeah. just my life for you. It's like, like a, I have a, a fun area of study. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have a cousin that got like a Nirvana shirt for Christmas. We're like, do you even know any Nirvana songs? Do you know any Nirvana? Yes, I love okay. Nirvana. Okay. Is the '90s like your World War II, where you just know all the trivia? <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, where are you going with this? No, that sounded really bad. But no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, Kurt Cobain dying is completely that yeah, with the uh, Japanese. That's like your Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> yeah, no, right. No. Uh, then like Lane Staley dying, like all the <laughs> my uh, my nephew, I got I got him uh, Nirvana unplugged. That was what he wanted for Christmas. Very proud and vinyl. Kids, if you've not listened to that, do it at least once. It's awesome. It really is. Man who sold the world cover is about oh, as good gosh, as it gets. It's really there. good. Yep. Eighty-one fifty-nine, eighty-three nine. I agree. I did want to quickly uh, mention that Matt Baker first uh, with uh, the Tampa Bay Times, Brett McMurphy, and some others reporting now that uh, the University of Florida's football team is under NCAA investigation. 
And uh, it is not known what for yet. And apparently they have been for for basically all season. So this the, the initial, I guess, inquiry or whatever came in June. Not known uh, yet what the issue is uh, that they're looking into. But Florida State, of course, did just through the like the uh, mutually sort of adjudicating a the first real NIL inducement case, sure. which is hilarious uh, for, for them. But now here's Florida. You would wonder if maybe they're in the same boat, what this might be and how long Florida is going to wait to try to use this to fire him for cause. <laughs> that, that was the first thing I thought of when you said that. I was like, oh, man, yeah, they're getting that dude up out of there. We had a good uh, one of the uh, regular Texans in the show who said Jed Fish should just quickly go there because now he'll get a year zero there. <laughs> what do you think it would go over like if, if any new hire showed up and was basically like, next year does not count? It wouldn't go over well, Mark. Imagine if Chris Mack had that attitude about that first team. Yeah. Right? So you inherited a team that went to the NIT. And tough situation. The mood around here and all that sort of thing. And you inherit just a handful of guys. And he, NCAA baggage, by the way. Right. Still waiting for it. Right. That's exactly right. Just like, just like Kenny. And then you're with no portal option. So you only had grad transfers. That's all you could take. There was no portal then. And he's like, well, I, I can't not have people, Kenny. And he, we get Christian Cunningham, Quan Four, and a Koya Gao. And like, let's just see what we can make out of this. And they went to the freaking tournament. Yeah. Got beat up. But they went to the tournament. I mean, it, it's... They were remember, better. Rem- right. And remember, like, look, there was mixed results from the recruiting class. But they got five top 100 recruits while under investigation. Or with pending punishment. Like, that's something that people forget about. And obviously, they didn't all pan out. That sometimes happens. But the point was they got highly sought-after recruits. They beat other teams out for top 100 recruits. Instead of, you know, saying, like, there's nothing we can do. And they <laughs> played better basketball and beat, like, solid teams right away. Yeah. And, of course, it's not that, like, 100% analogous nothing is but it's just a different it's just a different outlook it's a different approach and you never really heard like i'm guessing that rick bozich didn't write any articles about how we need to give chris mack time probably not. it feels like a safe bet yeah it's it's just an it's again and i don't want to belabor the point but as long as he's the head coach and making these type of statements we're going to end up talking about it um but it is a difference between rising to meet the challenge and, and adjusting everybody's expectations down and lowering the bar. There's a yeah, difference. Kenny always uh, does the math on the other side of the equation. Yeah. Like I want you, <laughs> I want you to understand that you can't have what you want, and it's going to be bad. But it's, the problem saying, is that you want it, not that I can't deliver it's not it. That I, it's what that you want it, and you expect yeah. it, not that I can't bring it home. There's the, the Stoics have a saying you know, the, about total freedom is not want wanting anything yeah. and that's that kenny is a big believer in that for <laughs> everyone else for everyone else i'm just trying to free you all from expectations that's right and once you're you'll be totally free you'll be your optimal selves if you expect nothing still can't believe i forgot trent dilfer you feeling bad about that i am actually, i do it is one of the things i see from you pretty regularly you, uh 
whatever goes on, whatever question you miss or don't remember whatever, it bothers you to the end of the segment at that least. Is, that's what trivia does to me. It's not all. It's not always uh, uh, enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> it's my. It's it's a it's big a calling, part of my life. Not a, not a, a hobby. <laughs> it's a big part of my life, but it ends up like I stay up at night or I'll wake up and just be like, ah, it's Rick Dilfer. <laughs> I don't like it. But what I do like are my friends at FanDuel. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has all your favorite bets like the money line, the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. Obviously, you all know I just I just placed my, my futures bet on the Ravens a couple weeks ago. Actually, the second one, and I'm going to do my parlays. Because that could be my other nickname, Parlay Dave, on top of Biscuit. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game, FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat, same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your single-game parlay doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Biscuit if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and over and present in Kentucky. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. John Walters uh, earlier tweeted out in uh, in retrospect uh, of what used to be a glorious institution in uh, Sports Illustrated. One quote from an article there. Uh, about track and field judges, this line, these are the souls who time men sh- time men's tries. That's so great. It is a, that's as clever a line as I've ever heard. These are the souls who time men's tries. Is, Play off of these uh, are the times that try men's souls. souls. Just so incredibly good. Uh, I hope it, this is not the end uh, of Sports Illustrated, certainly as we know it. Also, uh, somebody hire Matt McGavick. Uh, my man works hard. Yeah. Works extremely hard. I've, I can't remember the last time I was at a Louisville event. He is always there. That he was not at uh, and and working. So I hope that uh, this does not impact him too terribly and he lands on his feet. Yeah. I, I was combing. I didn't text him earlier, but I was combing his Twitter account to see if he was one of the people let go. Um, and usually that's that's how it works. The local markets, the, uh, the local guys are the ones that, that feel it first, but. That dude is at every single game. Women's basketball, men's basketball, football. He does baseball. He is all over the place. He works very hard. Uh, he went to school to do this. He's dedicated to it. And, uh, yeah, he deserves to land on his feet. Um, one of my favorite segments in Sports Illustrated was, uh, or favorite features was Faces in the Crowd. Yep. Always read it. Always read it. Yep. yep. It was the one, it's for those of you who may not remember, it was like the local, it would be either whether high school or a local, like, athletes across america that maybe don't get the recognition as national you know athletes would get the highlights so that's where you would often find out about recruits back before recruiting was a cottage industry you're like oh this this kid ran for 400 yards and eight touchdowns last week in the playoffs in texas it's like oh who's that kid where is he going you know or this you know 
this uh, high school uh, pole vaulter cleared whatever you know and and she's won four yeah, straight state titles olympian, yeah yeah and she's she's in, gonna be an olympian in a couple of years like that kind of stuff was awesome is your friend that was uh miss soccer here at Odom, at south Odom, was she ever in faces in the crowd i don't think so one of my tweets was in you have to be more specific i have three friends that were miss soccer at <laughs> hey, I didn't realize you had that many friends. Actually, four. <laughs> I didn't know you were that popular today. Jeez, Spencer. I mean, play football, so I guess it checks out. Thank you. It's not my sparkling personality. I did. That, and your World War II knowledge. That's right. That's right. Well, that comes later. Uh, I did enjoy the fact that uh, Adam Schefter, who didn't exactly kill it with the David Shaw Rooney Rule tweet, uh, tweeting this after Antonio Pierce was officially made the head coach for the, for the Raiders. ESPN has become an, an unofficial training ground for future head coaches. Those who left ESPN for coaching jobs include Bill Parcells, Herm Edwards, Kevin O'Connell, John Gruden, Jeff Saturday, and now Antonio Pierce. Gee, Adam, is that where Herm Edwards learned to, and Bill Parcells learned to be coaches was while working at ESPN? And how many- what in the hell? What are you doing? Lord. It'd become a hiring ground for ex-coaches, not a launching ground for future coaches. It was a hell of a way to term that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Antonio Pierce, I guess you could have, like, like some of the local Boston. Like, <laughs> Pierce won multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, he yeah before he went to, yeah, exactly. All about he learned nothing about coaching at ESPN. Nothing. He learned, he taught them something about football. <laughs> like, Gerard Mayo was at NBC Sports Boston between, like, his Patriots career ending and then, like, becoming an assistant coach with the team. And Where's their tweet? They did jokingly tweet about it, like, hey, hey, like former, like some of the guys like Tom Kerr was like, oh, former NBC Sports Boston is now the new head coach of the Patriots. But it was like tongue in cheek. This Schefter tweet just seems like just trying to promote kind of weird sucking up. Right? Yeah. Schefter's weird. It's, I agree. We know. I agree. He's just weird. I'm too rapper poor now. Well, Schefter is kind of in the same. Are you Shams or, or Woj? Woj. It's like Team, Woj, Woj team Woj Edward, the, uh, Team Jacob here, right? Well, Woj is the throwback. He's the OG. I'm, you know, I'm but Shams. Shams is a Shams is a he's a riser. He's a he's a worker, for sure. I like them both. Oh, they're both really good. I, I'm more Woj, but I, I respect the grind like Shams did back in like high school. He was like just scout games. And I was like, oh, now I'm gonna get this inside knowledge. Well, after reading the the article on him, where it's just like Shams can't play pickup basketball. <laughs> I can't just imagine. Like you 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 can't sleep soundly. You have to have your alarm, you know, basically setting on your your ringer like on your chest so you pop up somebody's well, text you that you know Pascal Siakam's getting traded to that's the, the thing that I, that I like about Shams uh, it like his woes just like it's this long journalistic uh, effort and all this sort of thing and then with Shams like how'd you get he's like I never put my phone down that's right I neglect everyone and everything around me he's a worker yeah the one I think was like James Harden Trey like Woj was going like a flight he's like tipped off like hey don't take a don't be like near your phone like you need to tweet something out don't get on the plane don't get on the plane yeah don't get on the plane you you are not allowed (laughs) to text people don't get on that plane you cannot do that I think I'm poorly (laughs) describing like relaying the like in a telephone I'm relaying the message it's months later but I was like hey something's gonna break tonight like you need to be ready to Post something. That reminds, I don't know why, but this is Dane Cook of all people. I think was his <laughs> was his joke in one of his stand ups twenty years ago when he would just walk up to people in the airport and whisper, "Don't get on the flight," and then walk away. I hope that was pre nine eleven because if it's post, that's it was just, post. Of course it is. I'm Dane sure it Cook. was because he was a thing for like four years and it was in the in the early two thousands. So, and you watched all the movies. 
Yeah, what I I listened to his uh the one his stand up special in the kind of in the big in the round was all right. It was pretty like he he was very one note. He yeah. had a couple he had a couple yeah. of good good bits, but he stole jokes and he he got stale really quickly. Yep, that was his problem. He got stale really quickly. Like he he was funny when you were twenty two. He was funny. Some of his bits were pretty funny, and then he was really not funny pretty quickly. And now he's weird and married to somebody who's like forty years younger than him. 30, whatever. As a lot of celebrities do. I know, man, but it never stops it, yeah. being really creepy. Oh, no, I agree. I just, what do you have in common with her, man? She's, it's purely no. about her looks, I guess, because, like, I can't imagine. Or they are similar, like, maybe they, maybe he, wise, Yeah, maybe he never advanced. It's his own indictment. It's just weird. Like, it, I think he, I, I don't want to put out stuff that's not true, but I don't know how old she was when they first started dating, but it's all creepy to me, man. When you're, like, 58 and you've got to worry about age of consent it's like buddy what are you what are you doing I, she can't rent a car don't date her what's wrong with you <laughs> that's, advice that's the new standard like, god have their dating segment here's dave he's got yeah, his this is my, don't date like, what's wrong with you you're creepy <laughs> stop being creepy stop it. right all right let's take our last break <laughs> stop here. it stop it <laughs> take our last break we'll come right back here wrap things up on the drive on a thunderbolt bear back where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to The Drive. Presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull, wrapping things up here on a Friday, Dave. Really quick, want to give a shout out to my one of my best friends in the world, Fandle. Billy. No? No, oh. not, not Fanduel. Billy Will Wheatley, who's in Miami. Celebrating his 40th birthday. I am not there, unfortunately. Um, I should be. You should be. But I'm not. But some of my closest buddies are down there. So shout out to him and his lovely wife, lovely wife Whitney. And I hope he's having a great time without me, you know? Do you really? No, dude, he's one of the best people I know. You know, but I'm do really, you really hope he has a great time without you? I do. I do. He deserves it. Yeah. I married them. I officiated their wedding. It'll be the only wedding that I ever officiate one time. Did you get your license revoked? <laughs> I think I think I'm still good. I think I'm still good. You just retired. Yeah, but it's got. I mean, it's it's lasted for. I don't know. I think there are ten years, nine or ten years. So that's pretty good. It's, is it just being a notary? No, okay. no. I, I got ordained. Oh, I, okay, okay. By uh, one of them internet churches, you know, so I could just officiate. I, I I didn't see it as actually being ordained, just kind of getting a license to perform a marriage. But anyway, happy birthday, buddy. I love you, and uh, I'll see you when you get back in town. Kill South Beach. Smoke a lot of cigars. That's not 
Don't say that. Drink a lot of whiskey. They don't. They do, they do rum and tequila. And but we do whiskey. That's true. But he's there. Hey, you don't think they have bourbon in Miami? It's hot, man. I was gonna say Mark's been to Miami probably more than us. So. I've never yes. been to Miami. Really? Never? No, we've talked about this before. No, I've been there once. It's for a, the Orange Bowl. It is. I have. It's so far away. Florida is enormous. It is, and it's just it's it's its own place. I've never been there. Miami is. I lived in the middle of Florida. It was five hours away. So, the length of Florida is very much uh, underestimated by a lot of people. It's the difference of driving to like Panama City and driving to Miami is. It's like seven hours difference, six or seven hours longer Absolutely. to go to Miami. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's, it was. It really was like four, four and a half hours because you can't just like speed anywhere either. But you've got to look from where I was. So no, I've I've never been to Miami, but it's hot. It's humid. Bourbon doesn't hit exactly the same way. I like. I'm not saying they don't sell it there. I'm just saying it's not. I understand what you're saying. The locals don't crave bourbon. Of course they don't. But that's a them problem. You know, if we if I go to Miami, I'm still going to drink bourbon. BYOB, bring your own bourbon. Like, I understand. Again, you want a refreshing, you want a, a Cuba Libre or something. You know, you, you want you a, a, a rum and Coke or like a wine spritzer. I don't know. I don't know what people rum in Miami Coke drink. Rum and Coke is just a solid three-star drink. Rum and Coke is fine. If you put a little twist of lime in there, that's a Cuba Libre. It's rum and Coke and a... In a twist of lime, I'm pretty sure. From my bartending days, I think that's right. Texture says that the length of Florida is the only length that men underestimate. <laughs> Correct. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Nick Coffey tweeted earlier today. He's like, I had a dream with Ross McMains in it last. I was like, what the hell? Ross McMains? You okay? I haven't heard that name in so long. <laughs> Just the laugh. What's he doing now? Can we figure he out? He's with the Celtics, actually. It's like a player development guy there. I found out like opening night, like someone tweeted out, like, is that Ross McMaze with the Celtics? Is that for their esports team? Maybe. Don't NBA teams all have like associated? Uh, Do they all have them? I know that they started doing that. Every time. Like esports. Esports. Yeah, no, I didn't know if you were conflating the two. I'm not conflating the two. I know (laughs) the words that I'm using. I'm pretty sure that I've said this on the show before, but. I can't help it. Every time I hear McMaines, I think of Terrence Howard and Hustle and Flow. You know, hey, man. No one has ever confused those two. No, 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 no. The way he always Howard says, man. Hey, man. You're not listening to what, what I'm saying? saying? I am. Hey, man. Hey, McMaines. Hey. Nobody's ever said that. That's what Except I thought of. I have no, I, it just it cracks me up. Maybe that, maybe that film uh, serves a, has a bigger, you know, uh, piece of real estate in my brain than it does in yours. <laughs> Definitely does. I'll have to make a hustle and flow trivia question next week. <laughs> just re- and see what happens. There's, the best thing that ever happened came out of that movie, and that's when 3 Six Mafia won the Oscar for best original song, and they just came out and exploded on stage. <laughs> and I think it was a John Stewart who was the host, or somebody came out and was like, for those, first of all, he just came out and said, what the hell just happened? They said for those counting at home, that's three six mafia one Oscar Martin Scorsese zero. <laughs> it was before The Departed and one. <laughs> it's before he won his director Oscar for The Departed. It's perfect. We got divisional playoffs this weekend, which should be this. This should be a lot of fun. Each of these matchups a little bit different. Some new things here. Uh, Lamar is sort of like the grizzled veteran, and somebody else is the up and comer. 
uh, in a game, and the Texans have looked awesome. I don't like. I thought last weekend, I was fully prepared for Cleveland to win that game, so and, was that. I, and I was I was impressed that they won, and I was more impressed the way they did it. Just going bombs away on the best defense in the NFL for most of the year uh, was was really impressive. The freaking Ravens better be ready too. Uh, and I would think the pressure is going to be on Lamar. You can't get beat by the young guy, or they'll be immediately declaring him the next big thing. And Lamar, Lamar will somehow have already missed this window in people's minds, right? If this yeah, happens, that's the yeah. coward segment at uh, noon on Monday is like, please spare us all that, man. You're right to it. Bill Polian, pants off, everybody. Yep. And coward's a for all the things he isn't. He is a Lamar fan. At yeah, this he point. has come around there. He's sure. come around a lot, which I give him credit for. Uh, because anybody who hasn't at this point just looks ridiculous. <laughs> but Colin Coward, I mean, he he's wrong. He has that segment. I haven't listened to his show in a while, but he had that segment where Colin got Coward or Colin got it wrong. And I I don't know how it's only like a five point segment every week. He is so wrong about almost everything. <laughs> You're <laughs> so right. That, no, that was you. funny. <laughs> it reminded me that Levitard, though, know, they had the skit running. Yeah. Where every Friday they would have someone who knows nothing about football on. And just compare their picks to yeah to cowards and often would would beat him yeah like Magnus for Magnus and they're calling him like overseas and he's like I don't know what any of these teams are like it doesn't matter Magnus for yeah. Magnus and stuff like that amazing so I look just for our sake for the narrative's sake I hope as much as I like C J Stroud I, I for the love of God the Ravens need to yep. beat the Texans they just have to I can't do this I can't do this this week I just can't yeah, I'm just asking God to spare just me one time. This I, I want I don't want to have to do that one. Right. Just there's a lot of other things I'll deal with, but just let Lamar be Lamar and win this game. I can't deal with uh D'Amico Ryan, CJ Stroud coming through and as much as I like both of them, but them upsetting the apple cart on Lamar. They would be the third rookie head coach and quarterback duo to make the conference championship game. Do you know the other two? Ooh. Dave, you should get one of them. Rookie. I should get one of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Rookie um, quarterback to make the conference championship. I believe that's why rookie I'm coach, rookie coach and quarterback. I believe that's what I was reading earlier. Yeah, Rex Ryan made the and Mark Sanchez made it both his first two years. So, um, the other one is it recent or or it was apparently the year before, which I'm trying to because I have no recollection of the 08 uh, AFC title game at all. 08 AFC title game. Hmm. I am stumped on that. It is a. It was the Baltimore Ravens. I saw a tweet out like a few minutes ago, like a half an hour ago or so. It was the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Harbaugh and uh, Flacco. Apparently, the rookie Flacco. year they made the AFC talking about. I'd forgotten about that. I had no idea about that. Uh, I know that makes sense. Flacco made that run. Flacco and Sanchez was a duo. <laughs> like they were going to run the AFC at one point. Which. That's true. Which uh, which game are you most looking forward to? They're Ravens Texans. I mean, uh, Bills Chiefs man is Bills Chiefs is is. Dude, there's no stinkers again this weekend. There wasn't any last weekend. There's none this weekend. I mean, it's Bills Chiefs. Like it's funny looking at those four teams. Bills Chiefs Ravens Texans. I just laugh. Some great matchups. I think it's, I think it outshines the NFC this week. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's. The, in particular, the quarterback matchups, yeah, significantly better. I mean, look <laughs> at the, the four AFC. in the right. AFC. I mean, look at them. Right, they they arguably were the f- four best quarterbacks. They're not purely, but could be considered the four best quarterbacks in the league. You know, I know, I know, CJ Strauss is a rookie, but it's 
pretty incredible. If not four now, of the top seven. Right. Yeah, yeah, the right. way he's playing right now. And then, on the, I mean, you've got Jordan Love, who is incredible and can be considered in that conversation as well. Um, I don't think anybody's putting Jared Goff there, although he's been he's been solid, been solid. But I don't think anybody's putting him there. Um, he's yeah, good I, for the situation that Detroit's in. Where, right. but I thought he was more of a bridge guy. But he's elevated above bridge to where like they have a chance to go to the NFC title game, maybe even win the NFC this year. He can do enough. Yeah, and they've they. Uh, that's funny because they said that like that's what Dan Campbell said in the locker room after the game. Like you're enough, which is hilarious. Uh, how You're often enough. do you ever hear that from a coach? And it wasn't like thanks. You're enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was sincere. I'm just Ken. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> if one game got ugly, which game do you think it Man, is? He just stole my, that's exactly oh, what really? I, no, I'm that's sorry. Fine. That's what I was gonna say. Which one of this is is the stinker? I would say it's Detroit and Tampa Bay is the one that has the chance. Just because I think that place is going to be pent up. Uh it was crazy loud last weekend. Uh it, it, it to me, it's the one that I feel like has the like the Bucks have been pretty limited offensively, except for last week with the, and we really don't know how much of last week was the Eagles you know, one two three Cancun. Like, I could see that one being like thirty to seven. So I'm hoping not, but I could see that. I think I think you're. I think that's the one that has the potential to be ugly. I don't know about because I think I think the Jordan Love has got the juice, and I don't think Niners Packers is going to get ugly. Um. I think that should be a pretty good game. I think the AFC games are both going to be good. Like I, as much as I think the Ravens are the Super Bowl favorites and they should be, I don't. I think nine points is a lot in that game. I think the stage, like CJ, is shown to be cool under pressure and everything, but I'm not necessarily saying the stage is going to be too big for them. But I think it, they're going to call in the moment a bit, and I think they'll be playing from behind a lot to where he's going to be kind of forced to make plays, and that I think Baltimore just takes advantage of. Yeah, I can see that. Which one pick the upset that seems most likely to you? I think Green Bay would be the one. Uh, that's where I was going. Packers, Niners. Technically um, the Chiefs because they're a two-and-a-half underdog. So technically the Chiefs, but I don't really accept much of an upset necessarily. It doesn't feel like an upset, yeah. does it? It doesn't. But you talk about like with Lamar and and C.J. Stroud and like narratives. The narratives about Josh Allen, if they don't win this one, yeah. are I mean, he's just as far into the playoffs with one real important playoff win. And he can't get over the Chiefs at all. He's also, as much as he's been the source of a lot of their success, he just turns the ball over a lot. I mean, he he has, and there are two Josh Allens, you know, and and, and that continues to be the case. There are two case. Josh Allens in each of you. That's right. There, there are two Josh Allens. <laughs> he had in no interceptions last week, which I was surprised was, to see that stat. I was expecting him Will to Will he toss get them. called for the fake slide? Hmm. Now see, that everyone's aware of it, have you, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. I guess not Kenny Pickett, yeah. but it's obvious. That's see, I'm I'm a big uh, with everybody's push towards player safety and for good reason. Um, I feel like things that take advantage of rules that are designed for that should be huge penalties, like massive, like like unsportsmanlike, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, that is baiting I'm, people to target you. It's trash, right? It's trash. Right. It's just like a fake. It's just like it's a, a fake. It's just like a fake fair catch. You yeah. know, Especially because later yeah. in the game, Josh Allen did a thing where he actually did slide and he got the late hit penalty. Yep. Well, and you're, you're, what you're doing is you're banking on no one in the heat of that split-second moment being able to keep their wits about them. But the, I'm telling you, like the minute there's just some ice-cold guy on defense for somebody who does keep his head and he sort of does that fake slide thing and he gets destroyed, he'll cut that crap out. The question is, will anyone 
have the wherewithal to sort of keep their heads about them and just blow them up the next time he tries it. Yeah, well, there's a problem, though, is that it looks like a slide. Also, how do you blow him up? He's enormous. He's gigantic. It <laughs> might hurt you. Off. Yeah. yeah Dominic Sue comes out of retirement just one last time. Just take out Josh <laughs> But, yeah, so who, who, what are your picks this weekend? What do you got? Well, I am sticking with my Super Bowl picks uh, that it'll be the Ravens and the Lions. So I love that. Yeah, I'd like to switch to that if I could because I was at Ravens-Cowboys, and that was my fault. I've owned I, that. I've picked. I called that last week. I'd not, I don't know if I explicitly said it on air, but I was like, I'm not surprised. I did bet Green Bay money lines. So I'll take a victory lap on calling yeah, Green I Bay to win last week. I'm going to stick with my upset, and I'm going to say it's Detroit and Green Bay and uh, Ravens Chiefs. Detroit and Green Bay, Ravens Chiefs. I actually, I, I hate to say it, I agree with all four of those picks. So I'm going San Francisco. I think that offense is just too loaded. It is loaded. Yeah, I think Shanahan gets the better of LaFleur again. Texture wants to know if I've ever read Watership Down. No, I have, I have. not. I have not. That's it's a not shock a that Dave's read a book that Mark hasn't. I haven't I've, read every book. I read a lot well, of no, books. No, but just, I mean, I know you read Dave. <laughs> I just, Mark's got the nerdy reading in there. <laughs> I like it. I'll take it. I mean, I, I got to tell you, I haven't, I've read less books after the Fewer. age of 20 yep. than I did before the age of 20 for sure. And I mean, like, when I was a kid, I was a voracious reader. See, and I now didn't it's... start reading until I was an adult. See, that's funny. I was funny. not of a reader as a kid. Well, it makes all. sense that you didn't read Watership Down then, because <laughs> it's a more of a children's book. Is it? I don't yeah. know anything about it. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I, just, I did not read that book in school. If that Who are the main it? characters in Watership Down? It's been so long, I don't remember the names. You can make up names, I believe that's you. That's right. <laughs> Pip. I'm just imagining like Innes when his kids are young, just reading like Grapes of Wrath to them or War and Peace or something. A lot of animal main characters. So like I, I used to read the Redwall books when I was a kid. Do you, are you familiar with them? Okay. So it was natural to go from Watership Down to the Redwall books and back. You're right the, over there. The microphone started jumping around. I had nothing to do with it. I looked over. You're like swinging at it like, <laughs> back a, like a fly in your face. What the heck's going on over there? What's going on over there? Uh, Spencer, did you have an upset or anything? Like I said, technically the Chiefs are considered an upset pick, but but you know in your heart that doesn't I know. feel like it. it doesn't even feel like it. Like if I had to pick one, it's Green Bay, but I'm still going to bet San Francisco to win at least. I like my money line parlay. Really, it's three good quarterback matchups, and then Lions Bucks. It's <laughs> really what you got, right? The I think the funny thing is if. Green Bay wins and Tampa Bay wins. Tampa Bay would host the NFC Championship game. <laughs> a throwback to the old NFC Central, too. That's right. The old NFC Norris, what Chris Berman used to call it. All right. <laughs> Texture says there is a character named Pipkin in that. I did not know that. There you now, go. Maybe I'll read it. You've been listening it's been to literally the 32 years since I read that book. On 93 in the Ville. See you.